from attorney Jeff Horn. Today we're on location with my friends and previous podcast guests, Dan Barley and Alex Taka. We are in Dan's Clifton, New Jersey office. Thanks again for hosting. And we just spent a little time wrapping up 2019, introing 2020 with two guys. Enjoy their prior podcast episodes. Both are lawyers, trained as lawyers, real estate entrepreneurs, and positive guys. And hopefully this will help propel you to your big 2020. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bold Sidebar Podcast, a podcast for lawyers, judges, and professionals serving clients. I am your host, Attorney Jeff Horn. My task is to interview the best of us to discover the tips, tricks, and techniques you need to serve your client and keep your sanity. Enjoy. To 2020, everybody. We're going to call this the gratitude issue. I'm here with two of my friends, two people that devoted bold sidebar listeners have already heard from. And if you haven't, please go back. They're both on earlier 2019. Alex Talcott, he is a bit of a polymath. He is a lawyer. He is in the financial planning industry. He is a college instructor. He is a... I'm uh, Baba Wawa, and this is 2020. Settle down over there. He... He's a little crazy. He is a parent. He's a hockey coach. I'm going on and on. And he also monitors elections. So enough about him already. Uh, he's um, shared a wonderful podcast with us when we were in uh, the Trump Tower in Chicago. So that was my first remote. We're enjoying our fine host for our third time together. Dan Barley is hosting us once again. He hosted my... Um, podcast recently on the um, on the uh, how to finance your divorce with uh, uh, with really creative solutions and now we're back together again and he hosted me another location uh, a few months ago when we did our podcast together so uh, we're wrapping up 2019 this is going to be gratitude this is going to be great it's going to be fast I probably won't say anything because these guys will get going and I'll just leave the room the format is simple let's talk about some wins from 2019 and some wins we're all going to have in 2020. Uh, I won't be able to stop them, so I'm going to throw it to Alex first. Alex, give us we'll, some we'll, wins. No, we'll leave your chair uh, empty, like for Elijah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> give, us, give us a 2019 business win. 2019 business win. So, so with the financial planning practice, um, we acquired a, a practice in Maine. So Seacoast Financial Planning is of the beautiful New England Seacoast. We have a Boston office. We have our home base in Portsmouth. And we now have York, Maine, which is really lovely. And Shawshank Redemption area at all? No, no, not, not Shawshank Correctional. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites. No, we're, we're, uh, we're coastal. So that's like real Maine. Like anytime Stephen King's doing something, it's like, you know uh, – his stuff tends to take place in the north and west of Portland. Anything Portland and south is considered like people call it like North Massachusetts. Right. So, so we've really, you know, not only acquired a practice, it's not about like assets and clients. We have some great advisors and staff and uh, a location that's gone along with it. So it's really beautiful to be in three new England States in business. So that that's one major business win. Second um, major business win is uh, the gentleman I'm sitting with who you introduced me. To Dan Barley, really enjoying 
some of the real estate investment and real estate education platforms we're building out together. And then number three is I actually have former students of mine interning for me. So um, I love my students in the classroom. I love keeping in touch. Um, I've formalized the relationships and I actually have interns and somebody who's actually joining as an assistant analyst upon graduation from an MBA program coming up. So, so those are a big three in finance, real estate, in the continuation of the higher education passion. Oh, really cool. Dan, you got go. some nice. business wins? Thanks, uh, yes, of course. Uh, first one I would say is the restructuring of my law firm. Um, I don't know if you've made the announcement, but you and I are going to be teaming up uh, to uh, attack the matrimonial uh, legal arena and working together. And I'm going to be of counsel and you're going to be of counsel to me. So I'm very, very excited about that. So that's a win and also a looking forward to 2020 because yeah. uh, it's something we just did this week, actually, that we kind of really sat down and uh, ironed mm-hmm. it out. So I'm very thankful for that. Uh, I'm thankful for the guy from Maine over here, except he's really from New Hampshire. <laughs> Um, Alex has been uh, a great uh, blessing to me, who I met through you. As you mentioned, uh, you found me, Alex, through the Bold Sidebar podcast, and we connected, and then we've done some real estate investing together, and we've grown, so I'm very thankful for that. I represent Queen. She was raised out in Brooklyn. (laughs) We bonded over some hip-hop, and I was born and and raised in Queens before I escaped North. I don't know. That was a reference to an old LL Cool J song. Ladies love Cool James. (laughs) Um, so the restructuring of my law firm, Blackstan, and then um, Business Wins also is continuing my real estate investing. Um, we I've now um, crossed the three figures of units that I'm involved with, a big part of it with Alex. So, yeah, so I want to look forward to growing that. My next goal is hitting the 1,000-unit mark at some point. So I think we're going to be there in first quarter of next year. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay, that's great. Well, let me try to jump in. I'm going to go a little bit slower, I think. So one win for me was the bold sidebar. That is, we plan to drop an episode every other week, and we managed to do that. Um, takes a bit of logistics, takes a bit of work, takes a bit of technology and, and uh, editing. And thanks uh, so much to Tina George and Maggie Moriarty, my office, and Nate, who, and, and Jake. Jake was our old editor, and he went off to grad school, and Nate took over and uh, helped us out on the technology side. So you can hear... The thing and not go what, what what are they saying you know some of these podcasts i've listened to that are less studioific are a little hard to listen to so that's a big win you guys connecting and then george millard who was an early podcast guest i was telling alex before he uh, shared with me two stories that one he listened to the podcast with his elderly mother at the kitchen table and i was just so touched by that that I had no thought at all that this would be sort of a bonding of some generations. I was thrilled by that. And then I ran into him months later. He said, by the way, you know that podcast? A friend of mine I had been out of touch with for 35 years heard the podcast somehow, lived out in Pennsylvania, and they wound up meeting for lunch. So bold side of our big victory for me. We're not guys who have trouble talking about our feelings, but you know like males have in the past needed like sports as a crutch to like talk or keep in touch. I really enjoyed the fact that I could reach out to you and, and sort of when I was saying, hey, Jeff, would you introduce me to Dan? I really enjoyed your episode with him. What I was saying was, hey, business friend, would you make a business introduction for me? But what I was really saying is, I love you. I was sort of saying like, <laughs> I was sort of saying like, hey, buddy, I'm actually listening to your show. You know, you know what I mean? It's a cool way. To, it's cool way to give you know shout out to friends. Being like, hey, I thought of you. I'm thinking about you. Even when I'm not saying it to you, I'm thinking about you. There's love in the universe for you, even when you don't know it. Yes, 
to be first in the door, civil lawyers with my friend for a long time. And I call him up, go to lunch. And I say, Jeff, 20 years. 20 years we've been going out to lunch. I initiated every single one. And he's just so <laughs> And he's a great guy, but he's not a, well, let me just go through my roll decks and see who's having lunch today. You know what yeah. I mean? That's just not. Yeah. So anyway, teasing Joe. Love you. And I'll, I'll tell you about this before he hits the airwaves, you know. Um, so another one, and again, shout out to my whole team, but Jessica Caraciello is a lawyer. She was a baby lawyer. came on with us only about 16 months ago. She sort of forced me to hire her. She just kept checking in, checking in, yeah. checking in. Can you help me get a job? And I was like, you know, this kid has all the stuff. That's how I got hired my first job. It's tenacity. Right. To be a good You're going to stay on top of files. I don't care what your GPA is. I don't care about your volume. I don't care what market you're on. You need to know you're tough. So Jessica's had broken bones from falling off horses. She's had her front teeth knocked out, and she worked as a bartender and a server. I said, you're fine. You're perfect. Wow. You graduated from law school. You have all those credentials. You've ridden horses competitively. You're physically tiny, but emotionally strong, and you ride a 1,200-pound horse. I've been the tub thumping. She gets knocked down, she gets up again. She doesn't, she doesn't mind at all. She gets up, more fire. So we are um, putting her to the test. She is from Western Jersey, Morristown, Mount Laurel area. So we're going to, uh, well, we've done it. I say we're going to, we've done it. We've rented an office. We've, we've built out a beautiful office for her. And uh, when you guys are hearing this, she will be stationed in our Morristown office and we're thrilled to call her a partner and a, and a huge asset to the business. And if you ask me a year and a half ago, would this have been part of the plans? I would have said absolutely not. So I'm thrilled to say just open to things happening like yes. like our connection. I'm pointing to the Dan in particular on this, right? Our, I mean, it's worth repeating our connection, right? We just sat next to each other at lunch at the yeah. small solo section. Yeah. And uh, five minutes later, we had a bromance going, and we've kept it going for the whole year. When, when he sprung the news on me that you guys were going to be collaborating, um, I was—I don't know if I was relieved. I was excited because one of the questions I was going to be asking him during this visit with him was, I didn't even know how to broach it, and I usually don't overly structure my questions. But I was going to ask him something along the lines of like, hey, have you ever thought about doing something formally with Jeff or why? And I didn't, I was a little lost in my head in terms of asking him, hey, have you ever thought about as opposed to why don't you? And I was sort of thinking to myself, like, should I be as bold to suggest it or should I inquire? We knew there could be something to be done when we met, I guess it was February. And we, we started talking and then he was gracious enough to let me use his space for a podcast. Mm -hmm. And then I was uh, in another county heading for between Morristown and Hackensack and I just stopped by, you know, and he wasn't here, but I, I hope you meant, I hope you took that for what I meant it is, you know, I'm serious. I, I want to be yeah. in your orbit and want you in our orbit. And uh, we didn't talk that day. I think we maybe had some text messaging that day, but I saw mm -hmm. Christine and said, hello. Yeah. And I want to make it, make it real that we can do a beautiful job serving a lot of clients from our end. It's the family law area as well as dan is a family law expert he also has a big expertise in the real estate side which uh as i say you know i will be working at the 7-eleven before i do another real estate <laughs> and i was pretty good at pretty good at making those uh, slushies or whatever they call it <laughs> so well let's let's keep rolling anything else i don't want to limit us to i said three and alex gave like three in a row but you know i think yeah. i go back to dan he didn't do the one 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 no, no, no. he's like i'm just gonna I, go i, I, I get i said i did 
come back to you. What else? What else in the, in the uh, if you got anything else in the business world, or else uh, we can swing over to the personal. It's great for me. Uh, so starting uh, Financial Freedom Universities, I think that's this year. Um, yeah. So you both are familiar with that. I mean, you know, Alex and I are going to work on uh, expanding that as well. Um, again, just giving back, right? We we learn these things. We have the ability to pay it forward and help other people. So well, you're a natural teacher. You're a natural people person, and you have a lot of expertise. And you've built relationships with people in the real estate world already, right? Because you've been doing yeah. some uh, continuing education yeah. classes for how long? Uh, six years now. <laughs> already six point. years. Yeah. So yeah, I always get a good response. Good, it's very receptive. I ran into people at events. I took Alex to an event last night, but the night before, realtors were coming up to me like I don't even recognize them because I have sometimes a room of sixty people, and they're like, "I took right. your class and it was amazing. Right. Are you teaching anymore?" And I'm like, "I will be this year, you know, again, yeah, every year." Yeah. What kind of stuff are you teaching? So, uh, 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 tips on from the attorney standpoint, like how a closing goes, tips that they can give their clients, because again, if we're working in unison and giving the same advice, it tends to be a smoother transaction than if I'm saying one thing, the realtor's saying something completely different. You know, that, that just sets us up for failure almost. I was talking to a realtor who's a, a client and uh, not related to any transactions and you know, trading war stories about closings I did when I was early in my practice and so forth and so on. And uh, saying, you know, I first did a closing and I got paid, I don't know, $600 or something like that. And the realtor got a check for $20,000. Yeah. Well, they do nothing for their money. This is fantastic. I should be a realtor. Then I realized that is not the case, not at, the case all. at all. A, you have 99 nightmare deals and one easy check. Right. And uh, uh, yeah, and they think that you have the meter running as an attorney, right? That you get the retainer, and yeah. it's yeah, it's not that it's the grass is always greener. I, I don't think it's easy for the clients at the real estate closing, which I perhaps was not as empathetic with their plate when I was a younger man. And I was, well, just the house, you, know, you give some money to that guy, they give you the keys to the house. That's it. That's all there is to it. You know, that's not how they experience it, right, Dan? Right. Absolutely not. It's a very, it's a very, very emotional thing for them. Usually, it's their biggest purchase they're going to make. It's, it's moving their family. It's starting a family. It's selling out of a divorce, selling out of a bad situation where they can't afford the house. So it becomes extremely emotional, and they are, you know, firing on all cylinders with questions and emotional responses and. I called you 10 seconds ago. You didn't call me back yet. I emailed you. Did you get it? Check your inbox. It's there. Read it. Tell me what to do. So if Financial Freedom University develops into something you're um, not top, top, ideal, perfect result, but let's say 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10, what does that look like for you in 2020? Uh, it would be, I imagine, at least 20 students. Uh, 20 students that have signed up to take right. coaching and learn the concepts from myself, from Alex, uh, from some of our colleagues uh, to implement, you know, so they can do better in their life uh, and make more of a positive impact. Yeah, there may be some Lexstand Learning, uh, Lexstand Learning Initiative branding that coexists with that. One of the things that we have in addition to um, genuinely enjoying taking people along for the ride um, is the opportunity to really build out some robust curriculum. So you know, wearing my professor hat, uh, a little bit of bandwidth to be able to build out some of that, really stay on top of it. Um, I remember when I was in college, I had a, a professor who gave lecture notes, and I remember in the top right-hand corner, it said fall 1978. And I graduated college. I, yeah, yeah, and that was a class I was taking in the summer of 2002 on the theology of Augustine. Now, the, the theology of St. Augustine might not have changed too much 
over the centuries, but that's a real FU that even tenured professors don't really like, you know, put out there anymore. You know, you at least have some shame in terms of, you know, bandying about that. I think we have the opportunity to keep our curriculum really, really fresh. You know, we're both very, very committed to markets and submarkets and prop tech, property technology. So I, I think we're going to be cutting edge and continue to be cutting edge. Okay, talk to me about prop tech. We didn't really plan to talk about that, but what's, what's out there in tech world that's helping you guys in, in terms of looking at investments, managing investments, cash flow, investing, financing? One of the, one of the biggest um, property conferences internationally is actually a property technology conference. So I'm, I'm actually teaching the first uh, MBA-level financial technology class at the University of New Hampshire uh, Business School next semester. And since one of the things that's nice about being an adjunct is it's not only okay, but it's encouraged for me to bring my current career and industry interests to bear. It's an opportunity for me to explore within the realm of fintech um, specific applications to real estate because that happens to be an industry that I'm working on in earnest. Um, some people who think that fintech is a new thing because it's a hip abbreviation are missing the fact that we've had it for a long time. I mean, ATM machines, that's financial technology. And, and Jeff, I know that you were in the paper shredder business. At some point when ATM machines first came around, you had to convince people that depositing a check was not going to be a paper shredder, right? So, so, right. And so the kind of social contract and the trust and the familiarity that comes with financial transactions involving property is a brave new world. So blockchain is going to make some stuff more aggravating and frustrating. It's going to make some things more seamless and secure. So uh, because so many, uh, so much of people's uh, significant assets are tied up in their home, they're going to be interacting with prop tech, whether they see themselves as particularly techie or not. Is it helping out in your sort of day job when you guys are doing real estate? Transactions for people or other technology. Yeah, I mean, technology always, right? Everyone's uh, email. I know I, I, sure. I talked to attorneys that were practicing for many, many, many years, and they're like, back then we had fax machines yeah. and or we had regular mail, and it was a slower process. But now the world we live in, everyone expects instant answers, instant gratification. So, like I said, clients call me, hey, I just sent you an email. Did you get it? And you're like, my inbox has 63 messages. I didn't see yours. They're like, hit refresh. And like that's just the world we live in. So we have, you know, we have to have faster responses. So we do use uh, platforms. I talked about Track with Ease on one of our podcasts. That was a uh, and then just regular emails and uh, just different platforms you can use to facilitate and, and try to manage it so it runs as smooth as it can How be. How about managing real estate that's out of your market? In other words, you guys are not walking down the street to collect the rent from the oh, tenants. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, we have property managers in, in the different markets we operate in. They send us a statement every month and then the, the deposit into our account for well, the rent. So that's nice tech. What, not, yeah, no, yeah. You know, one of the things that we've been able to bridge in terms of what, you know, what we call aggressive passive investing is since we, with our day jobs, are our own employers with our other pursuits, we actually are able to hop on a JetBlue, stay at a holiday, and, and visit our markets with some frequency. It's traditionally said that. You know, you cut into your margins if you visit your real estate holdings. And heck, if you hold Apple, you're not visiting their corporate headquarters to make sure they're right. still in business. So, you know, why are you visiting your, your bricks and mortar? Um, however, based on our expertise, based on our scale, based on the deals that we know to say yes to, the deals that we know to say no to, we're able to operate somewhere in between overly nannying our assets and never seeing the things. 
So we are building a bit of peace in mind in our uh, first and second degree networks um, and actually knowing our markets and submarkets and our people. Okay. As you guys um, are thought leaders, as your uh, school, your, your university gets pushed out further and your podcast gets pushed out further, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? people are going to want to have uh, partnerships with you. They're going to want to yeah. be... So, you know, maybe I'm going to put some money where my ears are listening to these characters, right? So they're going to want to know you know something about it. Right. right? And, we're, and we're going to say um, a polite no to some of those people. And we're also going to say a polite no to some of those markets because there currently exist California-developed platforms that are like, hey, if you're in Toledo, Ohio, and your comfort level is owning a three-unit within – a two block radius, guess what? Somebody will sell you the thing. Right. And it may or may not cash flow and it may or may not cash flow at a return that even beats bonds. So we take it upon ourselves as a matter of integrity that, you know, if you're doing this for some reason other than diversification, if you're doing this as a growth play or a wealth play, you know, there are there are very vanilla real estate income funds offered by major companies that you've heard of. If you're going to take on a bit more risk by working with specific people and specific units, um, man, you better be going after a pretty good return with pretty good people in a pretty good place. So um, we currently operate as a private real estate partnership with private capital. Um, any, any outside capital would have to be upon... Um, you know, some very, very close scrutiny, and we don't exist to uh, be all things to all people in all places. Gotcha. All right, let's switch over to the personal realm. Let's talk about 2019 wins on the personal and family side. Who's got one? You guys are pointing to I have a job. feeling Alex probably wants to go first. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, just, I've thought about it a little bit. I'm very mindful. You know, I'm, I'm a big uh, gratitude person. Um, like to avoid the gap, right? I focus on, on, on the gains wherever possible. So, so I, I'm often thinking about, you know, what's new, you know, what's something that, that is, is not happening a year or so ago. And one of those is, um, I think my son taking up ice hockey, which I can't believe I'm, I'm saying as a positive thing, we're a skiing family. So getting into another winter sport, and I'm wearing a very loud um, Norwegian sweater right now. So I'm really playing up the, um, the winter sports brand. Um, but, but yeah, so another expensive winter sport, but he's really taken to it. And um, I, I love watching him play hockey. Um, my wife, for our anniversary, got me season tickets to UNH College Hockey, which I absolutely adore. Um, so seeing him grow into hockey has been great. Um, my other five-year-old daughter has really grown into art, and she's creative and imaginative and, and wonderful. So, so seeing them grow into hobbies has been really, really special this year. Um, uh, I did a race with my wife. We haven't done done a race together in, in a really long time. We were in Philadelphia, and um, I did a half marathon um, with her and the college friend who was maid of honor at our wedding. We hadn't seen in some time. That was that was really special. And my wife also tacked on an 8K later that day and a full marathon the next day. So she got this Flava Flav <laughs> style medal. And so like, yeah, so she got a selfie with Des Linden, who's a woman who won the Boston Marathon. She's a pretty big deal to us, but my wife is like my favorite athlete, like genuinely. She did the trifecta of yeah. the Philly Marathon yeah. weekend. Yeah, and so like at this point, at, yeah, so at this point, like she's she's my favorite athlete. Tom Brady's like a distant second. So, so that was a really, really. that out, Jeff, that out. <laughs> uh, that, that was a, no, so that was super special. So, so kids, wife, 
Um, and then personal this year, um, I don't know, I've been exercising a, a little bit more. And uh, that's something that I was dismissive of for a while. I used to think people were kind of phony about exercise. I thought they were just projecting that they were like winners. It's like, I don't know, but it does make me feel good. It's given me more energy. Um, I, I have some goals. I think I'm actually going to go for a Peloton bike. I know that's not very PC with like the, the commercials and the, like the wife who's like, you got me a Peloton? I think I, I, my knees need me to get one. Ah, <laughs> inside, no inside. No comments. Ah. Just kidding. Hey, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I saw a couple times that I offended that easy. So I don't get it, but that's not the only thing I don't get. So then I'm talking to my cousin's wife. She is a therapist. She's super smart. I love her. She's really, really intuitive. She's a great mom of their two kids. And she, my daughter adores her. Her name is Vanessa. And she's like, oh, it's so offensive. And I'm like, I gotta maybe watch this again because usually Vanessa and I are not that far off in terms of viewpoints on things, you know? A lot of times you project it, you tell people that they ought to be offended by something. It's like, well, maybe that pushes me the other way, right? That's yeah. like the opposite to track, you know? Right. It's like, so, anyway. Dan, what do you got in the personal realm? Uh, well, follow up, my daughter uh, is now five as well, and she's just the best. Actually, as I shared on my last podcast, she's my wife for everything. Um, seeing her grow, she loves singing, dancing, reading, um, and she's just so smart. Like, it's just amazing to see, like, the level at which she's growing. Um, and my wife homeschools, as I shared last time, yeah. so to see that, not only the relationship between them, but see the like the fruits of that effort, you know, where to see how great my daughter is is becoming and continues to do is is the biggest thing for me. Um, personally, also, um, me and my wife have gotten more involved with our church this year, which I've shared with both of you. Um, so we've made a lot of good friends and have met a ton of great people through that um, that have been uh, a source of uh, you know support for us. My and as I shared, my wife broke her ankle. Um, I had a restructuring in my business, so I, I was able to use some of those uh, relationships to, you know, kind of be a, uh, like a sounding board almost, right. or, to, or to just take comfort, like, hey, it'll be okay, don't worry, you know, things happen. And like I, I, as you know, more than most, I know that things happen, and you yes. just got to rebound, and you just got to come back stronger. For somebody who's that smart, the fact that you needed people to tell you it's going to be okay is really interesting to me, because like this morning first thing I said to you is how much I appreciate how often you say thank you. Yeah. It's one of the best things about Dan. Like when he's talking with his clients, when he's talking with me, just thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Alex. Um, <laughs> he is a natural gratitude and thank guy. thank you, Jeff. You're, you're welcome. He's a natural gratitude guy. comes right through. And, uh, you know, I, th I think people, maybe maybe I'm going to um, be too near New Jersey here, but people are like, oh, he's too nice. There must be something wrong here. I'm not going to believe in this niceness you, until I put it to the test. You know, there was, there was a, a short story with you. One guy in law school, and he had that mentality. And I get, I get along with everyone, right? I say hi to everybody. I, it's just how I am. And he, for three years, never believed that I was genuine, that I could yeah. really care enough to ask someone <laughs> how their day was. And so he was the only person who, like, was like, I don't like Dan. I think he's fake. I, he can't, You can't be thankful and happy all the time. And I'm like... <laughs> That's just who I am, man. Like, I'm not going to change. Like, that's who I am. I, I can't say I'm happy all the time, but I was holding the door open for someone recently, and, you know, coming in and out of a store or whatever. Well, he gave the person a smile and held the door open. Like, this, the person says, you're not from New Jersey, are you? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Well, let me do this. We have 
Susan had the breast cancer, she had mastectomy, she's had chemo, she's had a tremendous amount of infusion therapies, and she's a couple of years post that, and she's made just tremendous progress with energy and feeling good and feeling optimistic about things that you cannot do while you're getting um, knocked out by general anesthesia every mm -hmm. few months, surgery, uh, sharp objects being poked into your body, uh, stuff that in the wrong dose will kill you by itself, yeah. getting shot into your bloodstream you know, every couple of weeks, million doctor appointments and so forth. So it's a little bit in the rear view mirror. So that's a big point of celebration for as we turn the corner on 2019. My kids, my son, is uh, right up the road here. He's just finished his first semester. He's probably on the way home right now, first semester of college. And Things are going swimmingly? Yeah. Thank you, Alex. You caught, you caught me right there. He's uh, participating on the Ramapo College swim team. So we've gotten to go to a bunch of the swim meets, and there was an overnight meet at Franklin and Marshall mm, in the middle of Pennsylvania. And I'd never been there. I've heard of it. And it was fantastic. And, of course, they're called the Diplomats. So I get the best kick out of visiting Franklin nice. and Marshall, a really nice, nice place. Uh, and, of course, we visited Ramapo a bunch of times for the swim meets. Um, someone told me when my kids were young, we were at the YMCA swimming, and like, the swim kids are the nice kids. And I was like, oh, this is just a parent. You know, parents always bragging on their kid or whatever. And it's turned out to be so true. The kids on the swim team are nice kids. The coach is nice. The parents are nice. So we really enjoyed getting to meet a lot of those folks and go to a bunch of the meets. And, uh, you know, the team, the other team's swim kids are nice too. They're congratulating each other and shaking hands and, and just you know, cheering for one another. It's really, I played football not well, but, you know, we wanted to kill the other team. We yeah. don't want to shake their hands. Different strokes. Yeah. It was really, really strange, really a strange uh, uh, animal. So for me, I am a subscriber to this uh, living long thing. Peter Diamandis and Dan Sullivan and Ray Kurzweil and all this. So I'm, you know, I'm taking a good amount of sort of Amazon purchased pharmaceuticals to keep my mm -hmm. uh, my cells alive. As as I say to my daughter, I'm sitting on the couch, go, honey, honey, my cells are dying. You know, because you know you're a certain age and everything like that. So uh, I feel really good. I feel really healthy. I'm uh, this. I had a little injury, so. I said, okay, I'm going to do a Pavel Satsulin workout. You know what this is? It's all powerlifting. It's a joke. Okay. If you see me, you know, you're not going to go, oh, who's that Lou Ferrigno over there? But it's a training where you lift weights, you try to build weights up over several weeks. You don't try to jam it all in, and you take rest in between sets. So I just started doing that a few weeks ago. I feel good. I'm not tired from doing it. That's I'm good. not injured from that effort. I'm injured from running. That's, that's mm -hmm. another story. So, uh, so that's that's a wrap for uh, 2019. I knew I was gonna. I said try to keep it in a half an hour, but we're at a half hour already. I knew it was happening. That's it. So let's talk about 2020. Who wants to jump in? Talk about some goals and some ambitions, and and uh, so maybe in a year we go. How do we do? How do we do with our? We can revisit this with in our, a year. With our predictions. Yeah. So, so we're active. We're I'll active. start. Just okay. kidding. I'm just, I was just cutting you off. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're both like, uh, and Alex is like, I got this, I got quick this. Quick start, quick finish. No, so so we operate, um, we have limited partnership interests in a handful of states in the South, but on the single family home front, we're active in Alabama and we're going to be in a second state. So um, 
So Mississippi is our new state. I was there on the ground in October. Some great relationships there. Um, we're ready to go. So so that's really exciting. You know, we continue to live where we want and invest where the numbers work. So, you know, being in a new state is is the first thing that comes to mind. And you know, that's gonna happen in quarter one, twenty twenty. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited for obviously the continuing of the growth of our real estate ventures and also what we're about to do um, in taking over North Jersey um, in the matrimonial space. Yeah, collaboration is, is the king. Uh, competition is a uh, drain, drains resources, drains energy, drains positivity. It's LL Cool J. Competition's paying the price. That <laughs> LL, Mama said, knock you out. Uh, <laughs> Compete with yourself. Uh, that's what I try to do. My uh, shout out to my friend Dr. Petranto, who says I compete with myself every day, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to exactly what you're talking about, Dan. That we really work together, a good collaboration. Look at it every quarter and uh, pivot and correct things we've done uh, not so well. Also for our uh, our office where Jessica Carasiel is getting started, we're thrilled for that, and uh, really just to be a good resource to everyone on my team so that they optimize and um, and uh, as well uh, in home try to try to be a good boy try not to yeah. let my uh, dark side come out too yeah. often and um, and optimize everybody that's around me all right guys so this is super it was fast paced it was exactly what I hoped for um, it's 2020 already so happy new year to everyone please listen to the uh, Old Cyber. We'll get back to the uh, more of the regular format. We're going to drop a lot of shows this year, and I hope you enjoy them. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, everybody! It's Jeff again. Need to find us? Check us out on the web at hornlawgroup.net, or give us a call at seven three two seven three six nine three zero zero. Thanks.